welcome to the show. It's me, John Park, and this is John Park's Workshop. And uh, I am excited about our project that we've got going. Uh, as you can tell, look around. I'm starting to get into the uh, pre-Halloween spirit already. I know that may annoy some people, but I'm excited about it. Uh, and uh, so before we get started uh, into that, into the project, I wanted to... Uh, take care of some little uh, bits of business here. First of all, uh, we've got the jobs.adafruit.com board for people to check out. Uh, and one thing I wanted to mention about jobs.adafruit.com is it is free to post your uh, job positions that you're looking to hire for. And it's also free to post your resume up if you're looking for work. And check this out. We were mentioning uh, last week the um, sort of merger between Sphero and LittleBits. And hey, look, there's some job opportunities that have opened up uh, in both Boulder, Colorado and uh, in New York, uh, and even possibly a telecommute position. So check that out. That's pretty interesting. Some Sphero slash LittleBits stuff. It'll be really uh, kind of interesting to see where things go with the two combining forces like that. Um, uh, oh, good. Thanks, C. Grover, in our Discord chat, said the audio levels are good. That's nice to hear. Um, and uh, let's see. What else? Uh, I also, you know what? I wanted to mention this, which is Adabox has currently about 85 subscriptions left. That's it, of the 4,000, I think, that we started with. We got 85 slots left. If you want to subscribe, go ahead and do it now. That um, means that you will get this Adabox that has just started shipping, Adabox 13. Uh, and in fact, Adabox 13, I'm going to be doing a live unboxing on Wednesday, September 25th. So that's uh, well, almost two weeks from now. So you've got time to subscribe and get this very Adabox. Only 85 uh, slots left. So go ahead and do it. And if you subscribe, you are subscribing for one year to a quarterly subscription. You get charged after it ships uh, per, per quarter. You can cancel at any time. Uh, but if you do subscribe now, that means you'll also get the holiday uh, Adabox that'll be shipping in November, as well as a couple more after that. So go check out uh, adabox.com if you want to subscribe. Or you can subscribe to someone else. You can send it as a gift. We'll take care of all the details for you. Makes for a nice gift. Uh, let's see. So, what else have we got? Uh, I've mentioned the job board. I wanted to also mention the coupon code for the day, which is Jujubees. Jujubees are a weird candy. Does anyone out there like Jujubees? I don't know that I dislike them, but I don't think I've had them in a long, long time. Uh, and I looked it up, and the name comes from a real fruit. Did you know that? Look it up. There's a jujube fruit, or jubi, jujube? I think it's jujube fruit. I don't believe the candy's made from the fruit anymore, truth be told. Uh, but that's your coupon code, nevertheless, that'll get you 10% off in the Adafruit store today uh, until midnight tonight, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, you can get all kinds of great stuff. Stick it in the cart and you'll get 10% uh, on the way out other than gift certificate subscriptions and software. Um, and, you know, speaking of products, how about a product of the week recommendation? Uh, I really, really like this guy. And I've probably mentioned it before. 
But this is the terminal block feather wing. And so if you are uh, using feathers and feather wings on top of your feathers, you may find the terminal block feather wing to be useful. It's, first of all, it's got a prototyping area there where you can build a small circuit of some kind. And then when you plug a feather into it with uh, header pins, this is actually the assembled one. You can get it pre-assembled or you can get one that's already soldered for you if you don't want to do that. Uh, you can see it's, a, it's kind of a fun soldering project because you've got some uh, header pins to put in there and a bunch of terminal blocks to put in there. Uh, you may hear hummingbirds flipping out because we've put out a feeder and so now I've got hummingbirds chirping their heads off out there. Uh, they're my little friends, my coworkers. Uh, so with the terminal wing uh, or the terminal block feather wing, you can then attach other peripherals using these terminal blocks, which are more secure than just sticking wires into uh, header pins but not as uh, permanent or um, as much of an investment in time and effort as soldering things. You can change your mind about stuff. But you can see here I've got a little set of NeoPixels plugged into ground and power and one of my uh, output pins. And then here you can see I've used a little JST-SH three-pin connector. So if you're starting to use things like the four-pin Quick slash Stemma QT or the uh, regular Stemma, full-sized ones. Uh, it's kind of a nice way to just snip an end, strip some wires, plug it in, and you can then start going into uh, a whole bunch of different peripherals and things, buttons and lights and speakers. Uh, so that's my product recommendation for the week is the Terminal Block Featherwing. Um, I'm a big fan. All right, so let's now get into this. This is our make code minute. Hey, look, there's two of me. Uh, let's throw a Chrome browser up here. Uh, let's also throw one of these. Let's find a nice down shooter window and a little, how about a miniature me? There we go. Uh, and I'm gonna move this a little bit closer. Thanks for putting up with the setup. All right, let's try to focus that. You can do it, okay. So, uh, you know what, I'm also gonna drop my exposure on this camera because it'll be hard to see stuff otherwise. Okay, so for the Make Code Minute today, what I wanted to do is show you how you can use the Circuit Playground Express as a color picker. And the, the way we're gonna do this is that there's a light sensor on here uh, as well as a NeoPixel right next to the light sensor. And so inside of the uh, Make Code, we can use this ambient color block. If you look under inputs, you'll see uh, there's this item called ambient color. And there's a whole lot going on under the hood of that block because when we use it, what it'll do is, I've set this so that anytime I press the B button on the Circuit Playground Express, it's going to update this variable called color pick that I created with the ambient color. And it does this by flashing through the red, green, blue, and white of the NeoPixel and then checking the reflection value, so it's getting different levels depending on the reflected light coming off of the object. Then what I do is I light up all of the other NeoPixels using that uh, color that I've just chosen. So let's, uh, let's show this in action. Uh, here's, here's a good one to start with. So, oh, let me move things here. Uh, what I have is a alligator clip that's red. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna place this near that little eye icon you see there and it flashed and came up with, hey, that's red. So now let me try it with a yellow one. So I'll clear the lights with the A button. And now it picked yellow. 
Uh, I've got a green one on here. This is a little button cap of ours. Let's see if that works. Yeah, and it gets green. Uh, so it's really kind of a cool demo and uh, a neat way to learn about RGB light and how you can use it to create your own color pickle picker, not a color pickle, a color picker right inside of Make Code running on the Circuit Playground Express. And that's your Make Code Minute. All right, so now I really want a color pickle. That sounds fun. Uh, I'm going to check the chat because surely people are throwing up. I knew it. People are throwing up pickle icons. Look at look at the uh, <laughs> look at the maturity level of the Discord chat. Uh, I'll also say if you're uh, following the show for the first time, you may not know that while we're broadcasting on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook, uh, a lot of the chat is going on on our Discord server. So go check that out. Uh, eggplant. Yeah, I wonder if we can do purple. I know some colors it doesn't seem to pick up very well. I had a hard time with uh, like a pink object. Uh, all right, so let's see. What's, what's next? Oh, how about this? How about we talk about the uh, Make Code Arcade game of the week? So let me bring up this one. So this is a game I found over on the forums. Whoops, that's not it. There it is. Let's do some window management here. There we are. That's too many of me. That ought to work, right? Uh, so there we go. So this is uh, a game called Aliens, and this is by Shack Attack 8. Uh, and I'm going to jump over to inside of Make Code. So you can see this has this really cute. Um, platformer game. It's got multiple levels in it. Uh, there's actually an end to it. So I, I know that uh, uh, someone in the Make Code forum was commenting how cool it is to start seeing more games that people are creating for Make Code that have multiple levels and an end game in it. I haven't beaten the game yet, but I think there's like six levels. Uh, so let's take a look at it in action. So uh, we've got a little intro here that tells you you've got to use your slingshot and pick up rocks uh, to, to fight these aliens. Uh, in fact, let me go to a large screen of that. So we've got some uh, points that we can gain. I can shoot. I can jump. Pick up some more rocks. So that now those are ones I can use to shoot. I'm going to jump over here. We've got this kind of anti-gravity on this alien planet. Pick up another one. Pick up a half a heart there. Let's try to shoot this guy. Uh-oh. Got him. Um, and so that's the game. And it's, it's got a really uh, fun side-scrolling platformer uh, style to it. And one thing I wanted to point out that I thought was really great about this, and one of the things that I really like a lot about Make Code Arcade and the accessibility it has to all kinds of people to create games, is check out our main character. So the main character here is not your typical white uh, protagonist, but it's a person of color. And I was thinking about this because last night we went and saw the John Leguizamo uh, one-man show called Latin History for Morons, and one of the big points in the show is about inclusion and how important it is for people to see themselves in their heroes. And so I was really glad to see a game where someone has created a hero that probably looks more like them, or someone who watches and plays this game will see themselves in this. So um, I thought that was really nice, and I realized it's one of the great things about making 
uh, game creation accessible to people is that you'll see the representation of more different kinds of people in the games. And so I know that's not a game tip, but I thought it was something important to mention and something I was really glad to see in the game. And on top of that, it's really fun to play. So uh, please check it out. Uh, it's called Aliens by Shack Attack 8. And uh, you can go to forum.makecode.com and find the link right there. So uh, that is my Make Code Arcade game of the week. And that'll bring us to our project build of the week. So. For the project build of the week, I've been doing projects with our um, monster mask. And I decided to do a project where I take the monster mask and add it to our candy bucket. Uh, this is a pretty typical, as, as uh, Lamore called it, that's a classic bucket right there. Um, so I got a couple different kinds of candy buckets here that you could do this with. Uh, these are these sort of uh, blow molded plastic, easy to modify, easy to cut into, come in different shapes. Um, but this very classic bucket style one I thought was a great one to use for adding the monster mask to it. Uh, so what you'll see here is this is not our typical eyeball code that I have running on here. Instead, I'm using uh, the GIF player. And so we've, uh, we've just started to convert over the Arcada GIF player that we have had running on uh, the Pi Badge, Pi Gamer, and Pi Portal in the past, and now we have a version that's been tuned for Monster Mask. And so I'm writing a guide on this, and it'll, uh, hopefully we'll have a UF2 file that you can drag and drop right onto there, and then we'll have a folder where you can put in your GIFs and make it really easy. Or you can uh, use it the way I'm using it right now, which is in Arduino. If you set up the Arduino IDE, you can adjust some parts of the code and then upload it to the board. Um, and so the way this works right now is I've got three buttons across the top, and when I press the buttons, it's going to cycle between different GIF animations that I've put on here. So you'll see the first one that I've put on here is this uh, orange background, and I've got the uh, little sort of flames in the eyes of my happy uh, jack-o'-lantern bucket here. And now I'm going to press that button again, and it'll switch to a different GIF. So we have, uh, just like you may have seen in the, in the GIF players before, uh, such as like the Keanu Reeves uh, GIF playback device I built on the Pi Gamer, we have a folder full of GIFs, and we also have settings for how long it loops the GIFs, uh, as well as, in this case, we've got the button that allows you to advance. Uh, same, same with the other players. So here you can see I've got one with a black background, and then we'll cycle back to the orange background the next time we hit the button. So um, I'm going to... Uh, write a guide on how to do some of the assembly part of it. It's actually really straightforward, as you as you can tell. Uh, you could use Velcro. You could use some double stick tape. I decided to use some of these uh, nylon standoffs. Let me, in fact, hop over to the to workbench here, and I'll show you what that setup looks like. So, uh, one thing I noticed is that this bucket is tilted. So, if you if you look here. Uh, it's not a straight wall. So in order to have the glasses not be tilted down and get them to sort of tilt forward or a little bit up, I use different sizes of nylon standoffs to attach that. Um, basically, you can start with, let me turn this one off for a second. You start with your monster mask. There we go. And mark some holes. It's, it's 
pretty straightforward. I went and used uh, a Sharpie right here, added two holes, and then, uh, or rather two marks, and then you can use something sharp like a very thin screwdriver, or I have one of these little uh, double-ended awls, and here I can zoom in for you a bit. And what you'll do is you'll just simply, uh, once those marks are there, poke through, uh, and I ended up creating uh, four holes here for the mask. It was actually easier to attach the bottom two uh, to make sure I had those spacings proper, and then I went and marked for the other two that I was going to poke through. Um, and then I attached some of these nylon standoffs. So these are two and a half millimeter uh, M2.5 rather, M2.5 screws with um, different sizes of standoffs and different sizes of screws. And we sell these as a little pack, which is pretty convenient because you get, I think, four different sizes of the standoffs, three sizes of screws, and a bunch of nuts. Um, so I used those to attach this on here. Uh, and then the really the only other things to, to be concerned with is power. So you can either use a LiPo battery, and you can see I've just taken one and used some double stick foam tape. I've plugged it in the side there, and now I've got a nice little 420 milliamp hour uh, battery on there. That'll give you probably about, uh, gosh, I want to say we'll probably get three hours or so of playback uh, using that. Uh, and then if you were going for a longer trick-or-treating journey, you, uh, you could potentially plug in the USB uh, to a USB battery pack and just stick that in the bottom of the bucket. Now what you'll notice is it's a little hard to get to the USB port uh, the way I have this configured. So what I did was I went in and just cut away the plastic a little bit out of the top, uh, and I didn't cut all the way through it, so it basically looks untouched uh, until you peel this back, and then we can plug in a USB cable from the top right into there. So that'll plug in. Oh, and I have a little extra flap of plastic in the way there. This was a fancier bucket than I intended. This one has LED blinking lights built into it, so that was used to, to cover up one of those uh, sets of wires that runs to an LED. Um, so now it's charging, and this also means that we can uh, plug this into the computer to update the files if you wanted to change something about the timing or the brightness of the uh, panels or to put new GIF animations on there. Uh, and speaking of GIF animations, uh, I wanted to show you a, another set that I just came up with. And so this was on, on the suggestions of the creative engineering team uh, at Adafruit and uh, as well as Phil and Lamore. We had a meeting and we were talking about this and uh, the idea came up of including your candy preferences on your bucket. Uh, so here when I let this start up, we've got a little, uh, let me zoom in here. Let that focus. All right, so we have bad candy and then good candy. It's going to cycle through. And you can see we got malted milk balls on there. We got candy corn on there because I love those. Um, there was jujubes. So it's running through it pretty quickly, but it's meant to be sort of the subliminal messaging to the people that you are uh, requesting your candy of, or you could slow that timing down. Um, and please don't yell at me in the comments if you love one of the candies that I marked as bad. I just had to make some choices. And really, nobody wants mints. So don't put mints in there, people. Come on. Uh, so let's uh, take a look. I want to show you uh, how you can create GIFs uh, to use on here. And there's a number of ways you can do this. Let's head over to the computer. Um, first of all, you're going to want to make sure your GIFs are 240 by 240 pixels wide. 
Um, and you can use different software to do this. I'm using Photoshop here. Uh, you could use an online GIF uh, converter. I, th I think we have, I'll link one in the guide, and, and we've linked one in a few of our guides before that we've used. I'm forgetting the, the URL for it. Um, but the ways that you'll uh, deal with the GIF are fairly similar from application to application, and Photoshop is, is a, a good way for me to illustrate it because I know it well. Um, so here was the, the flaming eyes that we saw. Here's how I created those. So, so this is um, a set of layers over here on the right. Uh, let me make that bigger, if I can make those layers a little bigger for you. See that? Yeah, it's a little better. Uh, so what I did was I created a, a background that's just pure orange, and then I created some different, uh, let me turn these on, different triangles so that it would look like we're, um, oh, here we go, hide those. So I have some different uh, triangles that are looking like slightly different lighting conditions, so it looks like it's blinking. So you can see as, as I flip through those layers, I'm just darkening. Uh, or lightening these triangles, and then I created some gradations on it to give it a little sense of depth. Um, and then the flames, I actually created just four frames here, so uh, I went in with a couple of brushes with different colors, soft edge brushes and blurry edges to make um, a little flame, and then I used uh, this uh, tool here that's kind of a finger painting smudge tool. Uh, if you watch my flame, I'll zoom way up on it. So I just wanted to get some movement from frame to frame, so uh, I went in with this tool here and did some of this kind of stuff. So you can, you can see here if you want to make your flame look like it's splitting and leaping off. That's, that's the kind of stuff I did uh, and just duplicated it multiple times uh, to come up with these different uh, variations on the flame. And then I went and exported this as a GIF. So inside of Photoshop, that's as simple as, let me find it, file, export, save for web. Let's see, will you see that? You won't see that, okay. Um, the important things here are is that you can do full color. So I went 256 color, which is the full range on the GIF. Uh, and I've set the timing on this. So actually, let's see, you might see this instead. Let me go to the uh, motion workplace here. Okay, so you can see with those different layers, all I'm doing is from frame to frame, hiding and showing different layers. So I made it a loop, so I kind of showed frames one, two, three, and four, and then three, two, one. So it'll, it'll continuously loop between those different uh, frames of the animation. Um, and then let's see if I can show you um, my finder here. I'll show you what this looks like on the board itself. Um, so what I'll do, I'm going to plug in the uh, monster mask. And right now the process for this, it's a little funny, but it should get easier. So let me, uh, let me do a screen share. Oh good, the yellow jackets are back. Go away. I'm going to get attacked here. I think he wants to build his nest. Uh, I thought they were gone. Hmm. All right, he's just hanging out. If I get stung and go running, um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Oh, there he is.
Get away from me. I wonder if it's my orange shirt that this guy is liking. Are you seeing this or do I just look like a madman? All right, hopefully I don't get stung. Uh, so I'm gonna share a uh, desktop screen with you. So let's, let's go ahead and do a screen capture. Um, and this might be, yeah, this, we'll get into some black hole territory, but I'm gonna go ahead and sh share the whole monitor. Um, so that you can see the different things that I bring up. So let me hide this off to the side. And if you look here, uh, so here is in my finder. Um, let's see, I'm gonna double click on the, hello yellow jacket, or whatever you are, paper wasp. I think it's a paper wasp. I don't want him building a nest in here. Go away. Uh, so let's go to this view so you can see it better. So here's my mask M4 boot. So when we plug in the monster mask, double click reset, we get to the boot disk, the bootloader boot disk, uh, in this case called mask M4 boot. So this will show us what UF2 is running on it. Uh, currently it's the Arduino file that I uploaded. Um, but the way this works currently is I'm gonna go ahead and grab a, let me make a new tab here. Um, inside of Adafruit, is that my projects? No. Inside of, let's put these by date modified pumpkin eyes. Um, I have the CircuitPython UF2 saved here. So the, the reason I'm using this is that when we load CircuitPython on, we can pretty much guarantee that we'll see a, uh, a disk show up, a, a USB disk show up. This is where we can actually drop in our GIFs. So let me tear this off and I'll take that UF2 and drag it onto the monster mask. So the monster mask is now gonna reboot itself it's gonna try to become a keyboard, because <laughs> it can. Uh, and then we'll see we have a CircuitPython drive that shows up. And maybe I can zoom in here to so make this a little easier for you to see. Uh, all right, so in the CircuitPython drive, what I've done is I've added a directory called GIFs. And if we look in here, I have my good candy and bad candy folders. Uh, so this is where we can drag a new GIF. So why don't we put this uh, flaming eyes on here for fun. Uh, so I'll re-export that. Uh, maybe we'll change something about it. How about we'll change the color of this. Okay, so I'll now be on this kind of reddish background. Uh, we'll fix that eye as well. Okay, so let's do file export out of Photoshop. Save for web. That looks good. Hit save. Uh, in this pumpkin eyes folder, I'll just call it red eyes gif. Uh, so now in my gifs folder, that's the, I can hide Photoshop. Uh, that's the gif folder on the monster mask. And here is my uh, new gif that I made. So I'll just drag that onto there. Uh, and now I'm gonna double click the reset button on the monster mask again, that'll bring me back to the boot drive. Um, and now, oh, this is gonna be exciting because I haven't, I haven't actually uploaded to it from, uh, 
Arduino on this computer. So hopefully I've got everything configured the way we'll need. We'll watch some other files open up first. Uh, yeah, Feather E-Ink, good. And another one. I don't want a new version right now. All right, so under Arduino, let's uh, open up. Let's see, is that the one, M4Is? Oh, no, that's not. Let's see. Huh. I don't think I've saved it onto this one. All right, so pretend I, uh, yeah, well, this won't be a good demo because I don't think we want to go through uh, me downloading that. But pretend I had, you know, in fact, let's do it. We've got to, let's take a minute. All right, so what I'll do uh, in case you're trying to follow this along at home, what you'll end up doing is going to um, GitHub for Adafruit, and under our, I think it's under Arcada examples, or is it a different? I think it's under a different different one. Hold on, let's just search for GIF. Uh, Arcada GIF decoder. Yeah. Okay. So under examples, Arcada animated GIFs, I will just, yeah, this is why I didn't have it saved because I did it kind of this lazy way. I just looked at the raw code, copied it, and then back over in Arduino, we'll do a new Arduino sketch. Maybe, there we go, hide that one. Uh, and then into here, I'll paste that code. Uh, and I think everything on here, the defaults are fine. This is actually one place that we can change the display time in seconds. I'll leave that alone. Uh, and then in Arduino's tools, I need to pick my uh, monster mask. So let's find, where are you monster mask? All right, why aren't you showing up? I'm probably looking at it and missing it. This is the beauty of a live demo. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go to the board manager. Yeah, I'm not seeing it there. Um, let's look for Adafruit SAM boards. And I'll update that. Yeah, is that not? Wow, yeah, I'm way off. Okay, so let's update. I thought I was sharing this between them. but uh, I'll just try this. It, it could end up that I've got a bunch of libraries to update that I don't want to make you sit through watching. But uh, this is the reality of getting all these little bits and pieces into place. Once you have them, it's not bad, and we're going to actually release a UF2, so you don't have to go through any of this. You can simply load it up and drag it on uh, from the bootloader. And I think that the uh, Monster Mask will show up as a USB drive as well once we have that worked out. Um, all right, yeah, I'll check the chat and see any questions. Oh, someone suggests, thanks Andy Calloway, suggesting I get a, a Venus flytrap in here to eat the... Eat the uh, bug. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Certainly. When I first had this uh, problem a month ago with the paper wasps, other people on conference calls I was in thought I was just like losing my mind, dodging 
imaginary things. Uh, all right, installation completed. Let's see. All right, we'll give this one try. Tools, board, monster mask. There it is. Let's see if it'll compile. I think it'll ask me to save that. Uh, yeah, which makes me think I should have had this saved somewhere. I don't know why I didn't. Maybe I just named it funny. Pumpkin GIF 2, how about? Yeah, I have a, um, a shared directory where most of my libraries and things are. But for some reason, it seems like the board definition wasn't shared. All right, that's a good sign. It got done and compiled. Okay, so I'm going to go into Arduino's tools. I don't think you're seeing this part, but this is me picking uh, overclock speed of 180 megahertz. All of these details are in the um, guide for doing animated GIFs in Arcada. And I'm also picking tiny USB as the USB stack, which is important. And, oh boy, we've got a bunch of... I'm going to unplug my camera switcher so that we don't accidentally try to upload to that. This is always fun trying to pick the right USB port to upload to. All right, USB modem, there we go. Uh, so I'm uploading there, and I'm going to switch back here and see if we can look at the overhead. And what we should get, yeah, it did it. Unbelievable. Okay. So now what we should get is both of our bad candy and good candy gifts, as well as, hey, there's our flames with the new uh, redder, pinker, orange that we have. Um, so hopefully that's not too confusing, but those are the realities of, of really early beta versions of things. So that's how we're, um, oh, that's going to drive us crazy, isn't it? All right, let me reset there. That's the reset button I've been talking about, by the way. Double click that there. Uh, all right, so hopefully that looks like a uh, not too terrible of a process, and I'll be writing this up in a guide. And like I said, we'll have some easy ways to do it. But uh, the content creation can be tricky depending on what you know about creating GIFs, but you can also find stuff out there and then use the online GIF converters to reformat things to 240 by 240 pixels. Um, and currently we're playing the same GIF on both eyes. I think there may be an option for mirroring one on the second screen, and then I don't know if we'll, we'll go as far as having multiple GIFs. That might be a lot for the processor to decode those on the fly, but you can see it, it brings them on really fast off of the QSPY memory, so we can flip through GIFs like that. Uh, all right, so like I uh, always say, I'll hang out over in the Discord chat for a bit to say hey, if you want to see the... Uh, there's the suggestion of the, uh, <laughs> the way I deal with my uh, flying insect problem. Um, and that is, uh, that is it for the show. I want to remind you that you can get 10% off in the store. Uh, go to adafruit.com, fill your cart with cool stuff, and type in jujubees at the end, and that'll get you a nice discount. Uh, all right, well... That is going to do it for the day. So thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, go sign up for AdaBox if you haven't. AdaBox 13. It's going to have some really cool stuff in it. And uh, I'll be doing the unboxing, like I said, on September 25th on Wednesday during the normal Ask an Engineer time. Uh, that is all. I thank you very much. And I will see you next time.